0: Hello, my name is John Middick of sharpenedartist.com. I have got an artist that's joining us today. She's also a student inside Face Value, the Ultimate Color Pencil Portrait course, and her name is Maria Wilson. Maria, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, you're welcome, and thank you for having me.
0: Let's start with just talking a little bit about what you're all about, a lot of us who are in uh, face value in the course are f- very familiar with you uh, because of the, the calls that we're on, but just fill everyone in on sort of your art journey and where that began.
1: Well, I'm a country girl from a small town, or it was at the time, of Lompoc, California. My father was pretty much an artist in his own right with woodworking and building So as a child, I drew. I drew so much. Um, They bought me paints, pencils, papers, and I enjoyed it. On into school, uh, junior high, then to high school, I took art. I had a uh, promising uh, future going off to college. Things kind of changed a little bit through that process where I kind of fell in love and got married at a young age and had children, which held me back. I'm, oh, I'm now, uh, <laughs> which happens to a lot of us, right? <laughs> I'm now 59. I started a couple of years ago drawing again just for my own pleasure. Uh, I saw some books in the store, coloring books called adult coloring books, and that kind of got me back into it. Yeah. So, and from there, just started trying to train myself drawing colors, you know, what normal artists would do watching YouTube and Facebook, things like that.
0: So how long ago was that that you started uh, looking at coloring books? About two years ago,
1: a little over two years ago, I believe it was. I I did them a little bit, but they didn't satisfy me. I felt like I was coloring in a coloring book.
0: You had this yearning to draw and to create your own then? Is that that what I'm hearing?
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. I just started uh, trying to find things to draw and my mind kind of, Wanted to go in one direction, yet I really didn't have the education to go that way. Seeing all these professionals like uh, YouTube and Facebook, like I was saying, I wasn't there. I never had an education of real art. Right. I drew with pencils. Yes. Okay. And, Graphite um, pencils. Okay. hmm And my painting was oil, but it was paint by number.
0: Okay. So... It was several years ago then that you got interested in creating art in these adult coloring books for a while. And I'm guessing you were using colored pencils, right? What kind were they?
1: I was. uh, They were the cheapest ones you can find in the store.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Makes sense.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was coloring and I wanted to know how they got these beautiful colors in various tones and shades. That I saw pictures of which I thought were just remarkable so I went to YouTube watching that and I came across some kind of a drawing one and I went drawing do you think you could do it again so I started watching it and my very first drawing was of a fox mm-hmm. and I drew the head my second one was a pumpkin mm. and I was hooked I, I was hooked after that. I just had to keep creating and drawing and doing something from there. I just started buying pencils and papers, drawing all kinds. and
0: were you drawing on graphite, and then were you coloring it in, or what were you doing with the like yes, the pumpkin I, and the fox?
1: I did. I started with graphite. I knew I didn't know anything about colored pencils and how they worked, what the right papers were to use. I was drawing on printer paper drawing it with graphite, and coloring with those cheap pencils.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: And that's what I was doing.
0: (laughs) Okay. Right, right, right. Awesome. All right. So talk to me then about what, so what changed? What, What happened then? You're drawing a little bit. You're using graphite. You're using cheap colored pencils. What happened then to get you over this hump into this area where you saw these images you're talking about and you thought they were actual photographs? rather than drawings, and they were colored pencil drawings, right? And so what what was it? What is the impetus, if you can put your finger on it, that told you, hey, I'm not going to draw everything in orange. I'm not going to uh, stick with foxes and pumpkins and what else is orange, you know? <laughs> I'm just teasing. But what what is it that, that you decided in your mind, like, I can do that, or I'm going to at least try to now start creating realistic pieces? What what happened?
1: Oh, John, wow. Uh, yeah, you are right. I was seeing these pictures that looked like photographs. It just burned in me, this feeling that I had to create something like that. And I didn't care what it was going to take. And I, I wanted to just keep going and drawing adding colors, taking away colors. I needed better equipment. I needed better pencils and paper. I, I needed a, a better sitting area. These things all just kept growing and growing. and couldn't stop. And I, I, was, I was hooked. It was the carrot dangling in front of me. <laughs> right. And I wanted to get to that carrot.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So what so what came first did you start collecting colored pencils and did you like did you buy a drafting desk I mean how how did this start happening and which colored pencils did you purchase Uh
1: what I could afford I just bought a, a good quality I believe they were the uh Derwent colored pencils and um they were the soft ones the brown the color soft color soft correct Uh, At the time, they were the least expensive. Um, And then I also started out with just Strathmore paper, just tablets of Strathmore. I didn't know what vellum was or
0: um, what
1: tooth was, things like this. But I just started trying to copy a few things that I'd seen other people on YouTube doing. I still was not totally satisfied, though. I I kept uh going deeper and deeper. And that's one thing. I I got to say I um I want to say my husband's very patient with me and very loving. <laughs> he he has really given me um you know the the go ahead to continue this. Yeah. And get what I need which was great.
0: So he's been started, real supportive the whole time, huh?
1: Yeah, very supportive. I had an old drafting table in the garage, never doing anything. I said, oh, drafting table. I could use that. It tilted up and everything. Uh, so that was my first easel oh, type cool. thing, you might yeah. call it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> what these things were. And I just kept learning. That's, that was the thing, learning and not stopping on the learning journey. And I still want to continue to keep learning. But that's just just it. Just started out small and just started growing from there. And now I've got a room full of stuff.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's a real treat. Also, if you guys go over to the show notes, you can see an early drawing that Maria did in graphite of a portrait. You'll see a comparison to what she's able to accomplish now. And it's just, to me, it's night and day. And it just illustrates how much dedication you have had. I really love this, being able to just talk to you about what it was that led you down this path and set you on this journey. At some point, you stumbled across the Sharpened Artist website, and you saw really big and bold and blues say, uh, and it said to you, no more craft tutorials. It's time to call yourself an artist. Is that what happened? Did you see that?
1: (laughs) I did. I did, John. And I want to say, though, First of all, with, with that portrait, that very first one of that young man, yeah. it's crazy, but it does look a lot like my grandson, uh, and I thought it was That's the neat. best thing I ever drew as far as a portrait goes. I could draw bottles or a flower and things, but I could never draw people.
0: But, um, but in your defense, and I hate to interrupt, but in your defense, I mean, it's not bad. And it, it is good. There are some good elements to it. There's some good things to it. And you see, this is one thing that I like to remind artists about is you you really should measure, you know, how much growth you've had. If you're coming from coloring books and you're coming back to art as an adult, you know, you're you've got a lot of time that has been lost. And so there is some ramping up time to, you know, some ramping up to do. And there's some learning, and sometimes we have to relearn and unlearn certain things. But if you look at that and measure how far you've grown, I think it's pretty stunning, actually. But if we measure that gap between where you were then and where you are now, I mean, it's just ginormous. So, well, go thank ahead. You, Yeah, thank you. Probably you don't off. even remember what you're yeah. going to say because <laughs> I just cut you off.
1: No, that's okay. Yeah, thank you, John. Um, Yeah, like I said, it, to me, I thought it was the best drawing I've ever done. Yes. Then I saw your website and I held your website on my computer for approximately a year. And I went to YouTube a couple of times. I'd watch a couple of things that you'd put out. And one day I had just finished working on some project I did. And my husband said, Maria, you can draw, you can do it. And I just had to have that, I guess, you know, validation, validation, yeah. right, validation saying, go for it. Yeah. And I pulled you up again. You uh, sent me an email and you were doing this little eight day course.
0: Mm, the challenge and
1: course. I did your little freebie eight day course thing there. And I said, that's it. I want to do it. That's where I'm at today. And I have my pictures from those courses. I go back and, t- oh, cool. matter of fact, I just rearranged my shelving up here this last week, and I found them, and I went, oh, my goodness, I've even done better since then. Oh, yeah. Not that I'm trying to you know, give myself a big head, but seriously, no. if the work, the work you put into it, like you said, the distance of years where I'd gone, where I've come from, and where I'm at now, you, you can catch a backup up if you're willing to put the work in, and I, I guess I did.
0: Yeah, that's, no, that's really cool. That's awesome. Um, and that's the reason why I like to talk about the fact that an art discipline is a skill, and it can be honed and improved. Um, I, I just wish I could convince the world of that, you know, the, the ones that are interested in uh, pursuing art and doing anything artistic. Uh, You can do that. You can improve, and Maria is such a great example of that, and that's why I wanted to get you on here. Uh, So if you're listening today, you've got to go over to the show notes and check out uh, some of her work. So what? this is an interesting thing, though, because this happened to me as well um, years ago. Now, maybe 12 years ago, something like that, that someone else validated what I was feeling and what I wanted to do. I, when I would look at, and you're probably the same way I'm guessing, when you would look at some of the realistic art, you probably thought to yourself, I know I can do that. I've I've not done that yet, but I know I can. I know that that is possible for me. That's what I thought to myself when I would look at realistic art. Um, and I think that it, there, it has to germinate from somewhere. It takes a belief like that, but it wasn't, really at the forefront of my mind until someone else said to me, yes, John, you, you are able to create realistic art. Um, what about for you? Was uh, other than your husband, was there someone else that, that looked at your work and said, wow, that's, that's you know,
1: (laughs) yeah, right. Um, Well, I have my my family, of course, and they're always backing me and telling me how good I am. But when there was somebody outside the family who actually looked at it and said, "How much do you want to sell that for?" and I went, "That's not good enough to sell. That's just (laughs) no, really." And it took a lot for me to actually look at myself and say with putting yourself not down but not having that that uh feeling that you can actually do something you are better than what you think you are you know right, um, right. and like it's it's a mindset that we have to get ourselves into i believe and yeah I, if there's anybody out there wondering can they do it my daughter came up to me she has me do a couple of works for her every now and then for school Uh, Because she says she can't draw, and I said, "Sweetheart, a line on a piece of paper is the first work to a masterpiece." And I feel that. I feel that that's all it is is just wanting to do it, putting the time in to do it, making it a a priority in some ways. Don't forget to take your breaks, and you got to have days off, but. Mm-hmm. We have to look at it in a different way than people of the world look at it. Mm-hmm. Artists we're we're strange people. We are. I believe right, we are.
0: Right, right. <laughs> it's true.
1: We don't think like the world.
0: <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. We think we think differently. We really do. I, I agree. I mean, I, I do think it takes um a mindset shift that has to happen. And for you, it sounds like it may have been when that stranger or not, not a family member anyway, said how much for that? I want to purchase that. I like what you created and I want to own that. In your mind, something happens. There's a switch that goes in a different direction and says, oh, really? So my family is really right. They weren't just, you know, being loving towards me. They were actually correct that I can do this, you know?
1: It, so true, and it just kind of grew from there, where friends or people that I don't even know see my work, and it, it's it's not even a completed piece, and they but
0: they're, they're blown interested. away, yeah, yeah, they and they're go, blown wow, away, I'm sure.
1: You know? Uh, what's your name? Where do you sell at? You know, are yeah. you famous or anything? You know, these things, just the way it uh, kind of fell into place. And with you, John, uh, I want to say that you have given me courage. You have, through your school, through the art course, have helped me to understand more things than if I tried to do it on my own or by watching a YouTube. That would never have happened. Until I have found someone who can get me through this. You have to see where I live.
0: Well, I really I small, real appreciate I, you saying that, but, but I credit you a lot. I, I don't know if you remember this, but early on when we were talking on our office hours, I remember just some of the things you said. I I, I think I told you this. I, it, if I didn't, I was thinking it, um, that you will get there because of your mindset. You're so curious. I knew you were going to do great things and I can't wait. And and you're not done. I can't wait to see what you're going to do next. Cause I could tell by that mindset and that curiosity that you, uh, you were just on the very lowest rung of the ladder and you were working your way up. I mean, that was very clear and obvious to me, whatever that thing is about that mindset. That's the thing that I, I love. And I can see that in students. And it's a clear sign that that you're really going somewhere. Now I interrupted. You were going to talk about in the small town that you're in.
1: Well, yeah. I was just going to say where I live. Uh, I, we have no art stores. Uh, the nearest one to me is almost an hour away and yeah. they have, I and I mean, uh, the, the most, maybe one brand of pencils, a cup, some paper, that's it. So I yeah. buy everything online. I have to do everything right. online. Um, and I don't have an art place to go to where yeah. I can get feedback from artists or talk to them. Right, uh, right. Or even an art course, an art class. As I was saying, your course has really opened up doors for me. It, it really helped me to get feedback understanding, direction, support. You've given us just enough to create with our own mind how to put the colors down, where to go. You've given us a little bit of direction. And for the most part, you let us try to figure a lot of that out on our own. And I want to appreciate you for that because that's what helps a person like me to use my own mind, my own thoughts, my own eyes to mm-hmm. see where I'm going, to see the depth, to see the colors, to see shapes. And uh, yeah, it, yeah. I, I'm so thankful that I did find you. I want to say that though. Uh, and I'm not saying that lightly. I really am.
0: So Well, I, well thank you so much. I appreciate that. It's a reciprocal uh, loop that goes on, I believe, because I connect once, for those that may not know, I mean, Marie and I and the rest of the students, we connect once a week and it it helps with the implementation piece and we can discuss the same projects together and figure out, you know, where we are in the process and what hurdles we're trying to overcome. And I, I just feel like that there's, there needs to be some community. We need to be able to discuss this with each other and it helps us to go farther, but, uh, Awesome. Yeah,
1: I never thought a community would be something I would uh, uh, be saying I belong to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, or being part of a family. Yeah. I enjoy it when we get together every week. I look forward to seeing other pictures from the other artists. We all do learn from each other. We get feedback. I'm looking forward to even growing more myself mm-hmm. in this in this uh, journey of mine.
0: Yeah. I'm looking forward to that too. And I can't wait to see what you're going to do next. Let's fast forward the tape and let's just dream a little bit here. Oh. What what do you see um like let's fast forward to maybe a year to 5 years. What do you think you're going to be to to be doing?
1: Oh my goodness. I would love to have an actual pretty good sized room of a studio or a she shed that I could call a studio. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> and put all my hours that I can into nothing but art. Awesome. Drawing and maybe even sharing with somebody else. That would be totally, totally great. Yeah. Your sharing, your love for sharing with others only helps you grow. And it does. You're growing, and I'm by us, I'm sure. And then as we grow, we can carry that. And hand that down to someone else as well. That would That's be, what, yeah, that
0: would be awesome. That that just warms my heart to even think about that possibility. That that maybe I would inspire some of you artists to go on and teach as well. That would be so gratifying to me. But I do see. I don't know if you're interested in this, but I I could see you taking commissions in the future. I could see you creating your own original artwork and having that shown in galleries or selling your pieces wherever you wanted to. Um, I, I don't think there's any limits on what you could do, and there's probably other mediums I'm sure you're going to explore. what. But let's get back to one thing here. What I wanted to ask you this before we close. What are your favorite pencils right now, and what is your favorite support, like the paper that you uh, enjoy using?
1: Right now, my favorite pencil is the Luminance. I have done nothing but luminance with Amy except for that one indigo when we drew her in blue.
0: This is a a project inside the Face Value, the Ultimate Color Pencil Portrait course, um, and it's called Amy. It's a portrait that we're working on in there. Yeah, so cool.
1: The luminance are a beautiful pencil to me, but I don't want to give up on the other pencils as well because I have used them for different projects. Oh, they all serve yeah. a purpose for something. Right. Yeah, I've even gotten as far as the uh, least expensive pencils on the market, quality least expensive, and those are the Prismacolor, but they also have one that is a very hard pencil. I'm trying to remember the name, if you can Varithin. help me. The Verithens. I
0: love those. I love those.
1: Right, and they're hard. They're like a yeah. regular writing pencil. So each and every one of them has a purpose, whether they right. be hard, medium, or soft. The also the pigments in them they're all different,
0: right? And
1: so they all have a good purpose. And as far as paper goes, uh, my newest paper I'm working on, of course, is the uh, Stonehenge. Is it? Mm-hmm. We are yep. working on. Yeah. I love the tooth on that. I started out, like I had said in the very beginning, on printer paper. I went to just regular Canson paper. uh, Well, besides the Strathmore, then the Canson. And I slowly worked around a few different things there. And this is uh, my newest paper working on. And that's not to say I haven't dabbled in things um, as far as colored paper or uh, Duralar things mm-hmm. like that. So there are uh, other things I've done, but this is my favorite paper right now. It holds, it sucks it in. It's giving mm-hmm. me the depth I can see and layer upon layer upon layer. Just love it.
0: Yeah. an exploration of a lot of different papers, uh, I think is a good thing for an artist to do. Don't just pick up one paper and just be happy with that. And, and you know, Stonehenge doesn't only just have or I'm sorry Legion Paper doesn't only just sell Stonehenge they've got a variety of so many different papers actually they just released um a paper called Aqua Black it's a cold press and that was in the month of May 2019 but I mean they're always coming out with different papers so they they actually sell and distribute papers and create their own papers and if you collect them all together i'm told it's around 4000 different papers worldwide different paper types that's a lot i love it that you're still curious that you're want that you realize that there's so you know sky's the limit there's so many things you could do and you will do and it, it's it's exciting
1: you're right yeah i want to agree with you with anyone listening explore That's the only way you're going to really understand where you're at, what you like, what you don't like, where you can go. It's all about exploration. Art doesn't just stop with a number two pencil and copy paper, and it can go so much further. Have a little bit of courage in yourself. Put that pencil to the paper. Just try that one drawing, that one line to that paper is going to be that masterpiece. And thankful that I do have the talent to draw but it doesn't start with talent it starts with want it starts with the love the the drive so anybody it, you take a look at that first picture of mine that that first portrait i'm not kidding you. um it, that that can show you that if if i can start from there and end up where i'm at now and on my journey and still got more to go you can do it as well cuz That's all you need to do is take that first step.
0: Oh, awesome. That is so good. That actually gave me chills right there. Uh, The way you worded that is so good, especially talking about talent and but it takes drive. I love that. So, Maria, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on here on the show, taking time out of your day and sharing all of this. You may feel like that you got a lot out of the course and I'm glad and I'm hoping that you did uh, in the community. But. You know, like I mentioned, I think I got a lot out of it as well with you artists who are in there. Um, you know, I get I feel like sometimes it makes me feel a little guilty for charging sometimes because seriously, I get a lot out. of There's a lot of fulfillment that I get out of connecting with other artists. Uh, obviously, having the Sharpened Artist Academy helps me to continue to do what I do and to buy supplies and to by this microphone and whatnot. But it is such a great feeling to see artists that would just soak up the information and run with it. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, you are so welcome, John. And I just want to let you know that you should never be ashamed at charging. You charge very little compared to uh, many others. And what you are giving back is a lifetime of something that cannot be taken away, uh, in, inside of us. And I'm just overwhelmed by all this. And I thank you so much for having me on. I've had a great time and yes, I would love to come back.
0: Awesome. I, I had all a great right. time
1: with you and with all the listeners.
0: Cool. All right. Well, I will say in closing, you can head on over to sharpenedartist.com slash podcast. And all the show notes will be over there. There is a link. We are going to be opening up Face Value, the Ultimate Color Pencil Portrait course. And if you're interested in joining that, there's a wait list right now and you can sign up for that. Does not equate to any commitment on your part to purchase the course, but you will be given the information first and priority access and the best price possible.